Hello, hello, and welcome to Sumi's Pods. I am very upset because I literally had posted, and if you're on my Instagram, you know that I posted and it got deleted, and I don't know why it got deleted. Honestly, probably the enemy, whatever with him, ignore him. I don't even care anymore. But it's okay because I don't care. I'm going to still post and we still do what I got to do. So anyways, moving on. Thank you for coming <laughs> to my channel. If you're tuning in, welcome to Sumi's Pods. I, I'm Sumi. I post from time to time just mostly about faith stuff you know uh, your walk and how to strengthen us jesus anything honestly i talk about anything if there's something you got to talk about i talk so this is what it's here for but today specifically i want to talk about something that i that has been revealed to me by jesus christ by his holy spirit by him because he's amazing and i love him um, but he showed it to me today while I was doing a Bible study, and I was so moved by the message, and I was so, like, happy about what I received. I don't know, I just felt to share it somehow, and I was like, oh, wait, I have a podcast, I could share this. So, here I am. So, if you're tuning in, thank you, and welcome. So, let's get started. If you have a Bible, turn to your Bibles. So, Matthew 4, verse 19 or 18, we'll now see when that happens. So, yeah, but before we do, let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for bringing these people here to listen. Um, just know that this is your word, Lord. I'm just a vessel. I'm just someone who speaks. But you're here. You're present with us. And just show your children whatever you need to show them. You know, um, Let the Spirit guide us and lead us. And just open our eyes to whatever we need to see and whatever is in our lives and whatever is in our hearts to expose for, to expose what it is. If we're um, not seeing what you're trying to, trying to show us, let... You be the one to say this, not by me and my flesh, but by you and your spirit, Lord. I digress, Lord, so you speak. Holy Spirit, guide me, guide this podcast, bless this podcast, and bless people who are listening. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, good. Ah, now we're going to start. We can actually start. <laughs> so, now we're on Matthew 4, verse, um, I said 19, right? Oh, 18, okay, 18. I'll read it. And Jesus... Walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishes of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. I'm going to read that one more time. They immediately left their nets and followed him. That moved me like crazy. Why did it move me? Because it said immediately. That these guys, Andrew and Peter, they immediately left their nets. Not just their nets, but, you know, they left their nets to follow him. Now, to preface this and to emphasize this whole segment, this whole podcast, so you guys can understand what I'm trying to say, is that walking this walk, following Jesus is not easy and the reason why I'm passionate about this and the reason why I'm standing on this is because a lot of the time people who come into the faith who think that it's easy who think that it's all just about love and light and Jesus just a cushy teddy bear God well what ends up happening is that they get very very confused when they face persecution when they realize that their friends don't want to be their friends anymore if they're a follower of Christ. When they realize that, no, being a Christian is not popular, you know? And they come to these trials and these tribulations and they're getting a little shaky and they're wavering. They, they realize, whoa, whoa, I, I didn't sign up for this. 
I didn't walk into this thinking that this is what it was going to be like. I, I'm, I'm confused. I don't know. And they start going through things. They deconstructing their faith. They start rethinking how they even got here. They they go through all these things. And this is why we have all these these things roaming around. Like progressive Christianity. And all of these different things that are going on. And it's like, why? And it's like, well, did you count the cause? I mean, he's spoken about this. He's talked about this, right? He talks about picking up your cross. He talks about laying down um, your life. And it's like, why don't we read into that and really see what he meant by these things? You know, I, I don't assume that he just talks. I do think that everything that he says, he meant what he said and there's a meaning to that. You know, I think that at least. <laughs> um, but I wanted to at least dive in and, and show you what he had shown me. So I have some notes here so that I don't forget or I get off track because... I talk a lot and that happens. <laughs> so so the thing that I have here is that like, let, let's just dive in for a second. Like they didn't just, you know, leave their nets or leave their jobs. They left their homes. They left everything that they once knew, you know. And it wasn't just for a little, lot, for a little while or whatever. They did this immediately and they did this forever i mean they followed him you if you read they continued to follow him and it's like to follow jesus isn't what people think to follow jesus is to leave your former way of life who you once were and stepping into what jesus calls you to be and i think that like in that way it's so profound because it's like it's not like this is is uncommon it's not like that the it didn't happen. If you keep reading, not keep reading, but if you read what I just read to you guys, it says right here, right? Then he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishes of men. So it's not like he just called them to follow him and like nothing happens. He already gave them already a calling and a purpose and something to their names already. Like I thought that was so cool because as I was saying like before, you know, to follow him isn't what people think, right? But it's to leave your former way of life, who you once were, and stepping into what Jesus calls you to be. Isn't that amazing? I didn't figure this out. He gave me this revelation. I was like flabbergasted. I was like, what? Anyways, <clears throat> so this is where things get a little rocky, right? People, when they hear that, they're like, yes, I want that. Like, I want what Jesus wants. And I want what he has and all of this stuff. They want him, they want him. And they, we get all happy. Everybody, everybody wants, when, if you're a Christian, got happy about that message. But if you read down, you know, it says, look a little bit different. Well, why do you say that? Well, let's keep reading, right? Going on from there, starting from verse 21. He saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother. In the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, he called them. And immediately they left the boat and their father and follow him. Whoa, <laughs> things are starting to get a little difficult. Why? Because they left their father. It wasn't just that they left their jobs or their homes. I mean, they left their family member. Do you see yourself doing something like that? And not in a literal sense, you know. Obviously, there's things that are different now than they were back then, but maybe not their father, but would you leave, you know, 
your old way of life, the way you used to be, the cursing, the drugs, the sex, would you leave those things to follow him? When he calls you out from that and he tells you you are not that, come here to me, would you do that? Or if you have friends who influence you and pressure you into, you know, doing these things, you know, like whatever it could be, you know what it is. Let the spirit speak to you the way that he wants to speak to you. Let the conviction set you. It's it's not, conviction is not bad. It's, it, it shows us how much he loves you. So would you leave your friends? Take a break to get your relationship with him, right? Would you do these things? So you see, it's like following God is not as easy as people may think. And this is why we get people who waver. This is why people get confused or when their house when when they start building their house and it's not founded on God and it's not centered by God and the storm comes, you know, it starts crumbling down because it's not solidified, it's not on rock, you know? So when I was reading through this, I just remember what happened to me on my walk, you know? I did the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I was very, very uh, new to it and I honestly didn't understand anything. I was like, whoa, this is cool, I love Jesus, cool, but then trials came, you know, hardship came, persecution came, when I realized that I had to go up in front of my family and declare my faith to them and tell them, no, I'm not that anymore, when they would ask me to do this or to do that or to say that I'm like this or say that I'm like that, I'm like, no, I'm not like that, I'm in Christ Jesus, I'm not doing that because I don't do those things, I love him. It started to get really difficult and, you know, started to get really hard, you know. But this is what he calls us to do, to do, to pick up our cross, you know. Well, let's ask yourselves this question, like, is it easy to follow him? Well, I don't think so, no. Like, it's not. I mean, everything that I just said just proves to the fact that it's not easy to follow him. You know, we just read from John and James that they left their nets too, just like Andrew and Simon, but with them, they left their father. It's going to cost something. Because when you believe in him, you are now his. You're his child. You belong to him. You serve him. So, you know, when Matthew 10, verse 37 through 39, right, when it talks about, you know, picking up your cross and walking this walk and like you are not worthy of mine if you love your mother and your father more than me you know because would you say that James and John they they hated their father no they loved their father I I, I would have just assumed so that they did but they still left him they re- they put God first in that situation no I'm not encouraging in any way shape or form for you know, people just start disobeying their parents and not loving their parents. That is not at all what I'm saying. But who, who do you have first in your life? Who are you idolizing in your life? Who are you following the direction in your life? Who are you obeying to? What are you obeying to? It doesn't even have to be people. It could be anything. Who is the God in your life? If you put anything in front of God, then that's what he, I feel like that's what he means by that. You know, we shouldn't 
we shouldn't really conform to this world but by trans being transformed by the renewing um of your mind by the holy spirit you know we shouldn't want to you know listen to the world and what the world says is right and what the world says is good we should listen to what god says is right and what god says is good you know so when i look at that verse when it says you are not worthy of mine if you love your father and your mother um more than me it's like you're not worthy of me that's what he says exactly um i don't look at it as a bad thing i don't see it as a bad thing because he's the creator of everything right so if he's the creator of everything and everyone, like he created everybody, he created everything. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Why would you, why would you, you know, love more your parents who are just flesh, but not your spiritual father who created you, your personality, your soul, your mind, everything that I guess you can't see. You know, I think it's beautiful. I think the way to look at that is beautiful. <laughs> and I guess to really go in is like since he that since everything was set before you he was the one that created the foundations of the earth he made the sun the moon the stars the heavens the universe he made everything so he's not the universe so please there's no spirituality mysticism new age here thing okay god created the universe okay he is the beginning he is the last he's alpha and omega he is who he says he is you know that's one of the commandments he asked is to love him with all your soul, mind, body, and heart. And to love love others, to love yourself the way you love others. Or, sorry, you guys know what I'm talking about, okay? I'm not, <laughs> I'm just, you know what I'm talking about. So he says to do these things, and people don't really understand what that means. To love God with all your mind, soul, body, and heart. Do you know what that means? That means every decision, you do it with the love of God. You honor and you glorify God with it. Anything that you think, your thought life, your, the way that you live your life, everything you do, do in the love of God, do in the glory and honor of God. That's how I look at it. Isn't love in action? Isn't love the will? When I say that I love somebody, I'm not going to just completely ignore them when they ask me to do something or neglect when they try to talk to me about something. Like, I'm not going to do that if I say I love this person. So, you know, no. It's not easy. Well, then you might say, well, why do we have to pick up our cross? Why do we have to surrender everything? Why, why, why is this so important? Well, think about it. Didn't Jesus surrender his life for us? I mean, he died on the cross for our sins. Wouldn't it make sense that we give up our lives as well for his sake, for his name? Well, then you say, well, why does it have to be so hard? It was hard for him. We still live in this world. This world is wicked and it's evil. It's, it's, you got to understand, if you are saying that you are a Christian in this world, you're going to face persecution. Jesus is light and we are called to be children of light. So what do you think is going to happen when people who are light goes into darkness it gets exposed the things that are in the dark now gets exposed and some people not make some people won't respond to that well they hated him they persecuted him they tried all their hardest to put him down you don't think they're going to do that to us so no christianity is not hard it's not meant to be something that's easy it's faith driven it's by faith we walk in him. 
It's by faith we believe in him. It's by faith we are called righteous. It's by faith that we are who we are. There's nothing else that causes righteous. There's nothing else that causes anything. It's by faith. It's by faith. And I just think it's just like so beautiful the way that I don't see it as like a, you know, hey, you know, you're a Christian, you're going to go through hard things. That's it. That, that's not how I look at it. You know, yes, if you're if you're looking at it in a very to your face sense, yes, it could look like that. But I don't see it that way. I say that God loves us so much that he's preparing us. He's helping us understand that this walk is not easy. He told us it's not easy. In Matthew seven thirteen, I believe it's 13. Yeah, Matthew 17, 7, 13. It says, enter by the narrow gate for wide it. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, a.k.a. hell. And there are many who go in by it. I'm sorry I said it like that, but it's, it's, it's true. I don't want people thinking that this is, this is it, but broad is the way to hell. It's like, why is this so hard? Because narrow is the gate of life. And few find it. Few find it. It's really difficult. This walk is difficult. It's not easy. It's not. And I just, the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because I don't want people to waver. I don't want, I want people to count the cost before they just walk into this. Do I want everybody to be saved? Of course I do. Do I want everybody to go up in front of the stage and say, hey, hey, I want to follow Jesus? Of course I do. But I also want people to understand what they're coming into, what they're going into. You know? And like, I don't know. I just, I love anybody who's listening. And I want, I want to reach out to whoever is listening and just plead with you. Is that if you worry that this is you, if you worry, wow, like, am I really walking in this? If, if Am I really that type of, you know, that type of Christian? Well, ask these, ask yourself these questions. You know, if you want to know if you want God, if you, if you want to know if you love him, if you want to know if you trust him, well, then ask yourself these questions. Okay, if you if you say you want Jesus, if you're not if you're not willing to give up who you once were or to become who he wants you to be, do you really want him? You know, if you want him, are you willing to give up who you once were to become who he wants you to be now? That, what does that mean? If you want Jesus so much, you want Jesus, you want Jesus. Well, you know what that means if you want Jesus? You're going to have to be in Jesus. You're going to have to be like him, in his likeness. Not him. You can't be him. It's, no. There's, again, none of this mysticism stuff, new age, nothing. We are not gods. We are not little gods. No. We are his children. So if you want him, you have to want all of him. Okay? Yes, he's love and light and he's all of these other things, but he is a just God. He is a judge, and he does do these things. It's not, he's not softy, guys. If you want him, you have to have, want all of him. And what, when it comes to a relationship with God, you know, he calls you out of your former way. In Ephesians 4.22, to put away your old life and to put on your new clothing, to put on your new self. The old person that I was before, that old Samara is dead. She's dead. I don't know who she was. But this new one, 
is the one that's been formed in me, that's been birthed by the Holy Spirit. Not by me, but by the Holy Spirit. I'm able to be this new person. I'm born again. So if you want him, again, I'll say it again. Are you willing to give up who you once were? To leave your former way of life? To get away from the sex? To get away from the drugs? To get away from the slander, the gossip, the the bad-mouthing, the bitterness, the rage, the unforgiveness? All of those things that are not of God. To put away from that old life and to put on your new self. Are you, are you willing to give your old life up and to step into the new life that Jesus has for you if you want him? Well, how do you know if you trust him? You say, oh, how do I know if I trust him? Are you willing to give up your life when persecution comes? Are you willing to stay faithful even when things are looking really bad? Are you willing to lay down your life? And say, not my will, but yours, Jesus. Are you willing to do that? When someone comes up to you and they say, you know, hey, like, you know, it's either you do this or that, but I'm not doing this whole Christian thing. Are you willing to turn around and be like, I'm sorry, I'm a follower of Christ. Turn away from that. Are you going to conform to the world? Are you going to be of the world because you want to be loved by the world? Are you going to do that? Do you you can ask these stuff to, you can you can ask these things to yourself if you trust in him to trust in someone is a big thing the gospel is simple but the walk is hard and i want people to understand when they're walking into this is that the walk is difficult it is not easy but you have a community of people who love you you have the holy spirit you have god you have everything that you will need to walk this walk And you realize that over here on the side is so abundant and it's so much, there's life here. There is life here. Now you might say, well, how do I know if I love God? How do I know? If you, if you waver between the love of this world and the love of God, because you know, love is to commit, like I said before, it's an action. For you to say you love God, you have to be all in are you all in did you give your heart your mind your body and your soul all to him did you fully surrender yourself to him did you give all of those things to him did you turn away from that side of yourself the part that you know that is not of him and did you completely surrender your life and give gave your life to him did you do that To love him is a pretty big thing to say. And I will say that I love him because I will give anything to him. I don't care how much I will get persecuted. I don't care how much it will hurt. I don't care. I don't care. I love him. You know? Again, there's hope and encouragement with this. You know, I don't want to end it off with a really bad thing, you know? Like, yes, I understand that, you know, it may look that way, but guess what? You don't have to worry about your life because in a Christian view, it's, it's just transition when you die. And this life is temporary. I mean, it's the troubles that we're going to face here is nothing compared to the, the riches and the, the, the happiness and the, oh my goodness, you guys know about heaven. I mean, we talk about this, we've known about this, but sometimes we tend to forget that there's a promise. There's a promise when we die. So it gives us this hope. 
it gives us this hope. Who cares if I have to get persecuted? Who cares if people judge me? Who cares? You know why? Because God doesn't judge me. God still loves me. God still cherishes me. God gives me, he gives me an identity. He gives me a purpose. He loves me. I hope, I hope, I hope that it encourages you. I don't want to just end it off of a, oh, that's it. You know, yeah, it's a, it's a hard life. Walk it, walk it. Like, no, I'm not <laughs> trying to say that. But I also want people to be aware before they just start, what, praying the sinner prayer. And they think everything's all good and they'll be fine. No, trials will come. It will come. They persecuted him. You bet, you bet everything that they're going to persecute you. So I hope this blesses you guys. I'm so sorry that the first thing didn't... Uh, it did not help it just didn't like load but i hope that this one maybe this one will reach out to somebody and please for anyone who is wondering for you if you want to know well how do i know if i'm saved you are saved by faith and faith alone by believing in jesus as your lord and savior and that he died on the cross and he rose again on the third day that is what makes you saved there's nothing else to it. Your works are worthless. It's by faith you are called righteous. There's nothing that you are able to do. And there's nothing that you're able to level up to, to be called righteous by God, to enter into heaven. There's only one way and one way only, and it's through Jesus and Jesus only. Okay, guys, I hope this blesses you. I hope, you know, in some way that you've been encouraged by this and just know that God loves you. I love you. I will start posting as much as I can if that's possible. But, yeah, I just wanted to tell you that, guys, that. So, thank you so much for listening to Sumi's podcast. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Bye.